Yeah. Yeah, I know it's kind of late, but um, I wasn't going to leave you guys. Uh, yeah, we were watching a lot of wrestling, and uh, then we had to charge the phone, and then we started streaming some other shows. But we are here with another edition of Word on Wrestling. This is Jerome Says Word. And yeah, the Word Watch idea for NXT is not going to work out. But I will still be doing Word on NXT as its own podcast very soon. The plan is to do Word on NXT following Heat Wave. I will probably still do Word Watch for special shows, and I am going back and forth on whether or not Heat Wave will make that list of special shows to get a word watch. It is possible that I may possibly do a word watch for Heat Wave, but I feel I will definitely be able to do word on NXT kind of uh, break, uh, give the main show uh, some breathing room uh, by uh, by talking about NXT, NXT UK, and NXT Level Up. Because uh, I did watch uh, some episodes of Level Up, um, had it on uh, on the phone, uh, actually while I was uh, while I was powering through uh, the. I think I, I think I got like two days left of uh, a program on uh, MLB the Show for the All Star Game. Um, so I believe it might be like one day and some change left. So. I'll probably be powering through that while uh, Raw is on. Um, uh, Monday night, if I don't get to uh, any of that after the podcast. Uh, Not too much else uh, going on uh, from that standpoint, but at least right now, it does look like I'll be doing a word watch for Heat Wave as well as the debut of Word on NXT. Uh, I was thinking about All Elite Word, but I don't think I'm there yet with, with AEW, even though being able to do uh, an NXT show and doing an AEW show then I would be able to give you all the NXT news on one show, all the AEW news on another show, as well as um, still bringing the main show, which would cover WWE. And then at that point, I would be able to uh, implement other shows like Impact, MLW, ROH would most likely get covered on a potential AEW show. So... Yeah, so I figure we're not going to do an AEW uh, show on its own. Uh, there are shows that cover AEW, 
there are none that I currently listen to or none that I currently watch that are AEW specific. Uh, but I do know um, I might go back and start listening to Denise Salcedo. Uh, that that is possible. Uh, I know she was probably the first one, maybe not the first one, but she was probably the first one that I listened to where her Speak Now show when she had uh, AEW and NXT together. But the show was dominated by AEW. So then I figured I'd continue to give her a chance when NXT moved to uh, Tuesdays. But for some reason, I feel like when someone has an AEW show in an NXT show, I feel like the shows don't get their proper due. Like, I feel like the, it feels like there's a slant toward the AEW show. Because uh, there was another... Uh, it was another podcast which was actually named after NXT, ironically, that slanted more toward AEW, and it just was like, eh. So I don't want to do that, which is probably why I'm going to hold off on any type of AEW show, launching any type of AEW show. I mean, the name kind of falls right in line, All Elite Word or something like that, or Word on All Elite. Like the same word on NXT, but like there's a couple of different ways I can go with AEW. Um, all Elite Word, Word and All Elite, like I said, um, would definitely be some nice catchy names. But yeah, I feel like if I did something right now, it would it would sound slanted toward NXT. Um, you know, coming off the heels of a of a of an NXT show, and I've already told you that NXT is probably my favorite brand out out of out of all of out of all of the different shows. That's probably my favorite show to watch, even if they don't have the star power or the ratings, or you know, they might not have the critical the critical acclaim in terms of at least at this this current iteration of of nxt um in terms of if there's like a dope match on nxt it'll probably get overlooked by like especially with what raw and smackdown have been doing lately so like i feel like if somebody was to break up like a match of the week like a lot of times people would probably mention a, a, a match or two or whatever from dynamite and then you might get one one or two depending on depending on the week and the current era of wwe um you'll probably hear about a match from raw smackdown but it's very seldom that that you're going to hear about a match from nxt so yeah, I kind of want to put a spotlight on NXT that a lot of people, are, in my opinion, have failed to do so. Um, like, there's another uh, podcast that that they twit, they pretty much go live daily, like similar to similar to a wrestling, uh, whatever whatever it is that Brian uh, Brian I think uh, Brian Alvarez he goes he's like daily or whatever. And then I think it's like Steven Larson and stuff like that, that I used to like daily. I used to go on like their Twitch or I used to listen to the pod after it uploaded. And yeah, at a certain point to me, they, they started getting to me and it just was like, eh. it's like, if, if I feel your podcast getting to me, I, I, I'd rather not listen to it. So 
and then sometimes like I like Twitter exchanges. Yeah, like it's like sometimes I can have a Twitter exchange. Like I had one with Ice uh from from the Joe Button podcast. And it went pretty well, man. It went pretty well. I actually ended up following dude after the after the exchange. Cause mind you, I don't just blindly follow everybody on Twitter. So like I think he said something on the pod. And it turns out I didn't I didn't know something. So, you know, shouts to him. And, you know, I mean, I don't know if it matters or not. I mean, it wasn't like it was a super follow. I don't I don't know if he has that yet or whatever, but you know, I gave I gave dude a follow off that. And and for the most part, for the most part, he's 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 been a pretty good follow. Um, but like a lot of the other times it goes the other way. It's like, yeah, I don't yeah. Okay, I, I I think I'm done. I I think I'm done listening to your stuff, and, and I unfollow, and you know, I'll take you out my feed. Like like I'm not I'm not gonna miss you. Like I, my feed is full of podcasts. Some podcasts that I probably haven't even got got gotten down to to listening to, and then obviously there are some podcasts that don't upload as often, or for whatever reason they might have stopped. So they're kind of just sitting in my queue. And it's like last updated such and such a date, 2021. And it's like, wow, um, hmm. Do I just delete you off the strength? Or, you know, are you guys coming back? You know, stuff like that. So um, yeah. I mean, I might go back to one podcast because I mean I I, I guess uh things have cooled off in terms of any type of um words that were spoken against me uh words that were said that i said that i didn't say um because i did see they liked one of my tweets i don't know if it was in, in i don't know if it was a, a reply to one of their tweets I, I don't really remember but uh for whatever reason i didn't unfollow the tweets but i did on i did on i did unsubscribe for 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 a hot couple of weeks just to you know, check the temperature because I know I didn't say what what was said that I said, but you know, it seems like that of that has all kind of dissipated. Because I mean, there's no way to prove that I didn't say it, which sucks. It's like <laughs> it's like go go find to go find the tweet where I said it, but then it's like people delete tweets and stuff like that, but. I don't have anything that says this tweet has been deleted or anything like that. So, you know, it's just like, ah, uh, uh. it's like, yeah, I went to my neutral corner and, you know, it is what it is. I don't know if she figured out who, who actually called to that. You know, hopefully she finds, finds the, 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 the other four dudes or other five dudes. If, if it was, if it was five and she was uh, misremembering and, thinking I was somebody else because she said it was me and four other dudes, four other black guys uh, to be specific. So I don't know those four other black guys. And if there was a fifth black guy that she was um, mixing me up with, uh, you guys need to get your lives together. Because I mean, definitely that's not something I would do to, uh, to get content as, as she said, but I'm kind of veering off the uh, kind of veering off the topics. Um, definitely want to get into this and uh might as well start at the uh the end of the week uh obviously you're probably going to be hearing this at some point on monday if, if if you're listening to this 
like right on the upload or uh even earlier monday if you're listening to this on the call and that once it once it goes once it goes public and uh gets published and things like that so you know aw had their third battle of the belts and they have announced the fourth battle of the belts and uh we're gonna actually rewind and start with aw but we're gonna go ahead and take it back to wednesday um we might go a little further than that and throw in the caveat of uh rick flair's last match i did not watch any matches from rick flair's last match i did i did see some clips now i i I don't know if these were specific stipulations but for example uh jonathan gresham won his match and will now be getting a chance to win back the progress championship uh so he's gonna be heading back out to london i believe they tape in london well no actually they're touring now so i believe they're touring the uk now i i don't think they're inside the electric ball i think what is it the is it the electric ballroom or was it the i forgot what they were taping out of but i don't think they're there anymore i think like i, I think progress has 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 an audience now so i think they're doing you know what like they're booking they're booking venues uh to do their shows and i know they have the big one in cardiff uh the same weekend that clash at the castle is happening uh so definitely shout outs to them i believe they're doing their show the day after um the cardiff the uh clash at the castle cardiff stadium show um i don't recall which show Gresham is supposed to be a part of um and I, I figure it doesn't air for a little for a little while which um should be able to give me the opportunity to tap back into progress uh but he he uh he won his match I believe it was a four-way at Ric Flair's last match um to apparently I, I i i maybe that was the stipulation i'm not sure but he is going to be getting a chance to win back his progress title um and i believe this is a rematch uh between himself and chris ridgeway uh but the bigger story i guess in the twitter world was that Mance Warner won a bunkhouse brawl battle royal, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, judging by the clips, uh, he eliminated uh, Bully Ray or Brother Ray or Bubba Ray, um, depending on when you when you met, how long you and how long you watched uh, the former Bubba Ray Dudley. Um, but yeah, brother Ray, bro, Bubba Ray, brother Ray, Bully Ray. I know he goes by Bully Ray now, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, on Busted Open Radio, uh, the Busted Open podcast, if you will. So, um, Mance Warner won that match, and again, I don't know if this was the stipulation, but he ended up wrestling on the live edition of Rampage uh the same day where 
um, where Battle of the Belts was 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 recorded. It was recorded that Friday night. So um, he ended up getting to wrestle John Moxley in an AEW World Title Eliminator uh, for that Rampage show. And uh, I've seen a lot of discourse on Mance Warner. Um, not sure if it was started by Miro, but Miro did put out a tweet asking who Mance Warner was. Um, and I guess we can start there because when it came to Dynamite, like, I mean, it wasn't nothing egregious on dynamite it seemed like they were try trying to take steps in the right direction uh because um i don't recall what day the news broke but um aw did do some restructuring of sorts where there were people within the company i believe i believe the specific players involved are sanjay dutt Pat Buck, QT Marshall, and I think that's it as far as who was already with the company. Uh, they were either given titles or roles or promoted into titles or roles um, in regards to the creative side of which is... Um, which was um, QT Marshall, which we already knew. Um, it was revealed that he was he he worked alongside Tony on the uh, dynamites and and weekly shows and and the YouTube shows and stuff like that, and putting you know and how to and like booking the card and I guess selecting winners and doing whatever else it was that they were doing creatively uh, in regards to the shows. So I don't know if it was like a promotion to a higher title or if he just was given like a, a, an official title. Uh, Pat Buck left uh, WWE for AEW. I guess his contract must have ran out and then he opted to go for an opportunity over in AEW uh, versus staying with WWE or whatever. Uh, I don't recall him being involved with the releases, which that was the one thing in the old WWE that always seemed to irk me when somebody did allow their contract to run out and they opted not to resign with WWE. WWE always got looked at, still got looked at as the villain of, oh, you dropped the ball on so-and-so, like Cesaro, for example. And it's like, uh, oh, Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, like it was like you, it was like it was like you couldn't win for losing with WWE. Like if somebody's contract, Johnny Gargano, which you know he hasn't gone to AEW, but still, like he's sitting home right now, chilling, streaming, hanging out with the with the, with the young homie Quill. Um, you know Candice LeRae also her her contract, so. It's like WWE couldn't win for losing with, you know, whether or not they release somebody out their contract early or somebody's contract expired. And, you know, you, you get the, 
you know, I guess, you know, no, no, it was like, it was like no matter what WWE did, you know, they, they couldn't win for losing. So it was just, just, just one of those deals. Uh, you know, Sanjay, I forgot like what exact titles everybody has. And, and I, and I really don't feel like going back to look through it, but the main piece of this is the, it was Madison rain. Uh, coming over from Impact, being a, a Impact legend, uh, she also wrestled in the May Young Classic um, at one point. But like her main claim to fame was, you know, being a Knockouts champion, Knockouts tag champ, if I recall. Uh, she joined up with the beautiful people, Angelina Love and Velvet Sky. That was probably the most popular iteration of Beautiful People uh, with those three. And yeah, she would come and go from Impact. She would, you know, work like like the, the her most recent run, which I'm not sure if it's continuing being that she's in AEW now. Um, maybe the the match with Slam with with Slam with Masha Slamovich was was her getting written out of uh, Impact stories, um, but she was with uh, Tenille Dashwood as the influence uh, most recently, and then you know they they were they recruited Giselle Shaw. I don't know if she ever became an official member of the influence, but. You know, they they recruited Giselle Shaw. There was a and, and then Masha just kind of you know ran through the 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 two of them, and and now it's just her and just and Giselle, which I think that match is supposed to take place on this coming Impact. But yeah, she's supposed to be like the head of the women's division. Um, I know Big Swole made note that she was the sheriff, like they called her the sheriff. And I'm not sure how much input she had as far as the women's division in terms of a in, in terms of an official capacity or an official title, you know, because I would imagine that with that title comes some money. So I'm not sure if there was anything official that got, you know, got Big Swole, you know, a few more, a few more dollars in the pocket. I don't, it sounds like she just was like put in charge in, in some type of, in, in some type of way to, I guess, keep the women maybe organized. Like, I'm not sure what that specific thing was like. Uh, you can listen to her on, I, I don't know how often she posts or if it's like a specific day that she posts her show. Um, but I know that first one following her not renewing her AEW contract. I know that one did crazy numbers on the calling app. I'm not sure if she uploads it to any other um, podcast spaces because I believe I don't know if she, if it's a deal that she has with calling or what, but like she was the one like her podcast introduced me to this platform but yeah so madison rain has an official title like i said i don't recall what the official title is but i do know it is in reference to the women's division 
and having her there, I initially said that it was going to be a huge, a huge get, a huge win for them. But the way I feel like the way they introduced her was very, was very telling, very telling of how AEW operates. And I know Dustin Rhodes, I guess. AEW was trying to fit him in that Fit Finley box. They were trying to recreate what Fit Finley created with the women uh, in WWE, where he would he was training. Which it sounds sad to say, but he was training them how to wrestle behind Vince McMahon and company's back. And then you had the crop of women down at NXT uh, in in developmental which still um, you can kind of see it, the, the influence there, especially now with the with Triple H taking the reins in regards to talent relations and creative. Like women are definitely getting a huge chunk of the TV time, um, which we'll definitely get into this week when we uh, discuss Raw, NXT, and SmackDown. Uh, even, to, even to level up, in uh nxt uk um but yeah so like the way they introduced her i'm not sure like what they're trying to do with that um because on dynamite she was announced as you know she was going to have a match on rampage uh, prior to the match happening, they do make the announcement on social media that she would be going up against Layla Gray. Ooh, and I'm definitely taking taking a liking to uh, to the New York native. Something about New York natives. There's another New York native um, that we'll get into when we talk about impact. Because, man, like, New York is really out here winning when it comes to these women um, getting into wrestling. Uh, but yeah, so that got announced, right? And she has the match with Layla Gray. She wins. And then Jade Cargill comes out and says, you know, that, you know, pretty much you want to do something right. You got to do it yourself. And they have a match now booked at Quick Buzzle Lake. Uh, excuse me, as you know, it's late. Mm, I felt that yawn coming on. Uh, so I'm going to do my best to probably make this a brief episode. Um, but yeah, so that is like probably one of the other main stories coming out of AEW is Madison Rain now being uh, like, is she like that booker of the women's division? Like, 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 like she's going to be doing something with the women's division. Like they saying, like, because I think the main thing they said was in addition to being a coach, uh, you know, Madison Rain's also going to, I guess she's also going to be an in-ring competitor. And, uh, you know, she she's definitely a veteran. Um, but I, I feel, I feel like the role of veteran wrestler in the division, uh, that, that, that's, that's, that to me would be Serena Deeb and Mercedes Martinez. Um, but you know, maybe they're gonna be more focused on the ROH side of things. So maybe adding a Madison, you know, utilizing Madison Rain in the ring 
you know, probably doesn't 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 hurt anybody. Um, even with her um being backstage, like I'm not sure how much backstage influence she had in in uh, Impact, as I believe I, it, it it feels at least on screen that that's like like Gail Kim, what was like the the head of it behind the scenes. Uh, in conjunction with uh, Mickey James, but I think I, th- I think Mickey James might still be doing a lot of a lot of work with uh, NWA, and then I know she has like her own uh, grown ass woman thing going on. Um, but I would imagine I haven't heard otherwise, so I, I would imagine Mickey James still has you know her her executive her executive role in NWA, even though Empower Two. Uh, doesn't appear to be happening and people aren't as loud about it, I guess, because it's NWA. Uh, even though last year when Empower did take place, um, a lot of people were, were championing it, championing, championing it, championing it. it. Uh, but this year is just two nights of the NWA anniversary. Uh, whereas last year, night one was specifically Empower, and then night two was the anniversary show. But it looks like this year they they're just bringing back the one match, the the Burke Invitational. Um, excuse me, uh, bring bringing that back for night number one, and then I don't remember what night it is, but I believe I believe night two has both title matches. Uh, the women's title match where Camille is going to face the Burke Invitational winner and then the women's tag where the former champs, the Hex, uh, Allison Kay, uh, a.k.a. Sienna, as well as her tag partner, um, mm, excuse me. I don't know why I'm blanking on her name. <laughs> my my bad. Oh man, and she's like one of my. She was like one of my um my favorites. I know she team uh 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 Marty Bell. Yes. Wow. I I don't know why for 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 the life of me while I was blanking on her for a moment. Um, especially Marty stands on everything. Um, like she does a lot of pictures where she stands on stuff you know, random things. Like she might stand on the table, she might stand on the couch, might stand on the chair, might stand on me and make me say ouch. Um <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. We're 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 drifting, we're drifting away, we're drifting, we're drifting. We're 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 staring the shit back. We're 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 gonna reel it back in. Um but yeah uh I don't recall who, I think I'm, I, I imagine that that's that the champions right now is who they lost the titles to. Um but I wasn't like I wasn't around for that that title change, um, but they, they they're going to get a chance to get the titles back at um, I believe I believe both title matches are, are on night two of, of the show, and then like I said, night one has the Invitational. There might be another women's match on the card either on night one or night two. Um, I, like I said, I I still I have to tap back into NWA. Um, but yeah, so Madison Rain, like I said, that's, that's going to be, you know, interestingly enough, her, 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 one of her partners, Velvet Sky is, 
Uh, I believe she's still on. She does commentary for NWA. And then uh, Angelina Love was last seen in ROH. Uh, so very interesting that she has yet to pop back up in ROH. Uh, from what I can tell, she hasn't, you know, popped back in ROH. And, you know, that's another New York native there. Um, her partner uh, in the, the allure, uh, Manda Leon. So shout outs to Manda Leon. Brooklyn stand up. I believe Layla Gray, I believe, is from Queens. And then there's a third young lady uh, from New York. I believe she's from the Bronx that, that we're going to get into, um, hopefully, in, 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 a, in a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, like, is, is, like, is this, like, somebody, uh, I was watching, uh, I was listening to, I want to say, I believe it was Wrestling Realm. I'm not sure which specific show it was. It could, it could possibly have been Wrestling Realm now. Um, as I don't, I'm not sure if it was the um, or maybe it was one of the shows on the A show, but I I feel like I feel like it was one of the shows on Wrestling Realm, and and it may have even been Wrestling Realm now, uh, where um, and they were saying something to the effect of, does this is this an answer? to the communications issue that AEW was having. Is this a response to WWE's restructure where, you know, Stephanie is the chairwoman and the co-CEO. Uh, Nick Khan is still the, I guess, I, I want to say he's like the president. And he's also the co-CEO. Triple H is the head of talent relations, and he is any and he's that the head of creative. Um, and then you have you know the inner workings of the different, uh, the the different the different agents, uh, in regards to producing, in, in regards to being producers and trainers and things of that nature. Um, like your Tyson kids, uh, TJ Wilson, and uh, Molly Holly, uh, Sugar Shane, Greg, Greg Hurricane Helms, like all these different guys, uh, Michael P.S. Hayes, um, like in the the different roles that they fill, like Matt Bloom down in NXT. Uh, a trainer at the Performance Center. And then you got, I believe, Shawn Michaels is still at the head of NXT 2.0, similar to what Triple H was doing with the black and gold. Um, and then Paul Heyman, and like when Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff were executive directors of Raw and SmackDown. Uh, you know, so like, it's just one of those things. Like, is it, they, they were saying like, is it one of those deals? Or was it just Tony Khan saying, hey, you guys need raises? Okay, so these guys need raises. Uh, I need a reason to justify giving these guys raises, that being QT Marshall, Pat Buck, and Sanjay Dutt. And he came up with nice little, with nice little roles, nice little titles to give these guys. And then it was like, oh, I still need to fix the women's division. That's what they want me to do. 
And, you know, let me go ahead and get Madison Rain. Oh, in addition to you wrestling, you're going to also coach. And then you're also going to be, uh, I'm going to also give you this title for the women's division or whatever. So um, this is going to just, that's going to justify me paying you the money that I'm paying you. So that, that, that was the question that was brought, that was brought up. Like, is, is this a response to WWE? Is this response to the lack of communication? Like a lot of people have spoken up about communication, starting from Big Swole, working your way down to, you know, Hikaru Shida, uh, Jack Evans. Uh, well, no, no, I don't, I don't recall Jack Evans saying anything. Uh, Marco Stunt, uh, obviously the incident with Jonathan Gresham. So, you know. I'm trying to think if there was anything noteworthy, in my opinion, on Dynamite. Like, I know Jericho, he, his, the biggest thing coming out of that was probably him using the Lion Tamer to get Willow Uta to tap out. So Jericho will, in fact, wrestle John Moxley for the interim AEW championship. Uh, he's, he's, he's calling his, the, um, his rematch. Uh, for after losing to Moxley way back when, uh, February of 2020, so more over two years ago. Um, and then he kind of just moved on from the, from the world title, which I, that's probably the one thing that I kind of felt was weird when it came to AEW, where it was like certain, uh, Dependent, like, I don't know. It's just like if you lose the title, you don't immediately go for the rematch. You kind of just, at least in Jericho's thing, like I know the TNT title and I believe the tag titles, I believe, you know, they kind of on occasion would have, you know, the same people fight again in a rematch or whatever at, at, at some point to uh, kind of like solidify the new champion as nope, this, this guy's the champ or they would hot potato the title back onto the, onto the person. Um, but for the most part, if you lose a title in AEW, it, 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 that's kind of it for you for a while. You have to kind of, go create your like a like get involved in another story um like jericho you know for better or worse you know he was he was able to do for the past two plus years so now the story kind of came back around and you have you know moxley's crew the the blackpool combat club feuding with um jericho's jericho appreciation society so it kind of made sense. It was like, if you pass on doing Moxley Jericho 2 now, then, you know, when would you be able to do it? So that was probably one of the highlights coming out of Dynamite. Um, another highlight, which I'm guessing this is the end of it, so we'll see where both teams go from here. Because I definitely was not invested in the acclaimed being aligned with the gun club. Because as individual acts, like obviously, you know, there's some talent there. But 
other factors prevented me from being able to enjoy these two acts as their own entities. But for some reason, when these four got to teaming together and the, and eventually the, the feud, they had me bought in. And they did a they did a dumpster match. Maybe that was too quick, but you know, given the history of the dumpster match, at least from my limited viewing in WWE with the New Age Outlaws, and you know, you had Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie, aka, you know, Mick Foley and Terry Funk. The whole thing where, you know, they got thrown in, in the dumpster, thrown off the stage, and then that led to them having having an actual you know, dumpster match where, where, you know, you had to throw both your opponents in the dumpster and, you know, close the lid and all that good stuff. So they brought that to AEW. You know, the Acclaim got the win. They eventually were able to line line up the dumpster, zip-tie the dumpster, and, you know, send the dumpster flying off the stage. You know, I'll, I'll say quote-unquote flying. Um I believe the stage wasn't as high, to my knowledge, as the, uh, the the raw stage. So that was probably another thing with the visual of it and everything where it wasn't executed 100%, especially when they couldn't push. I, I don't know if like the pyro thing got in the way or whatever, but Max and, uh, and, and Anthony uh, Castor and Bowens are both trying to push this dumpster. And then eventually Bowens has to go to the front and line it up. And then he eventually comes back and him and Caster push it off. And it kind of was like anticlimactic. And it's just like, okay, was this, you know, going, doing, doing, doing the dumpster match, which interestingly enough, somebody else got thrown in, in, a, in a dumpster. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean... The other thing, I guess, was the woman not being in that spot, like that 926 spot that they normally get put in. Uh, they were actually, I believe, the second match of the night, if I'm not mistaken, or the second, or, the, or they, they came on after the, I believe it was a match, then it was a segment, and then it was the women's match, if I'm not mistaken. So they did the whole tag team thing, uh, you know, um, which I believe they've run this match before. Uh, Thunderstorm versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Uh, Jamie Hayter eventually gets the pin. Uh, I did go back and watch this match because after I initially first saw the match, I want to say I saw it live first. And then I tried to run Dynamite back, but I really wasn't paying too much attention to it. And then I ran it back um officially i ran it back on saturday or sunday probably yeah i ran it back sunday um after watching battle of the belts and rampage because i yeah that yeah that's yeah so i said well i might as well run back dynamite i just watched battle of the belts i just watched rampage i might as let me run back um a let me run back dynamite and, and yeah i, I kind of still stick with the same things that i was saying i'm not sure if it's like gonna be an overall issue, I, I wouldn't want to put that put that on the women's division in AEW because I do want to see those ladies succeed. 
uh, maybe not those specific four. They're probably not at the top of my list, but you know, I don't think any of the four of them, I think outside of something that Jamie Hader used to wear, like a certain um, entrance uh, jacket or entrance attire that she used to have prior to AEW. I don't think she wore the jacket in AEW, but you know, word surfaced about that particular jacket and you know it didn't ha- it didn't shine the best light on Jamie Hayter but aside from that and in terms of what I've seen of her in AEW um I really haven't seen anything egregious I mean Britt has said some things but you know I, I chalk that up to her being in her her hill uh DVD uh DMD bag or whatever like it so you know what I don't I don't recall it, like it wasn't nothing that was like blatant or anything like that uh obviously thunder rosa with the sandbagging claims and you know going as far back as you know the different uh the different allegations that ivalice has has uh stated about her and then you have to look at how her exit from nwa was handled and to her eventually you know signing with aew so there's a lot going on with her um, that, you know, I kind of look at and it's kind of like you kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together. Like, I'm not sure how much of that is true. Because, again, like, you know, going off what Lee says. I can kind of see where it might be true. Like, I'm not sure to the extent, but yeah. Like, they have a a beef that stems before AEW. Like, a lot of people didn't pick up on it until AEW because obviously if you weren't in tune to what was going on in Lucha Underground and then hearing the stories coming out of Lucha Underground and then, you know, leading to Thunder, uh, you know, Ivelisse ends up on TV with AEW, Thunder Rosa ends up in NWA, becomes the NWA Women's Champion. Uh, They eventually worked that deal out for her to come to AEW and, you know, defend the title or go after the AEW or go after the AEW Women's title. And then, you know, she dropped the NWA title she was mostly popping up in in AEW from that point. Uh, she still worked her NWA dates. Um, that she had the draw with Camille on her way out. Gave Camille the middle finger. You know, Camille ends up winning the title from Serena Deeb. And then I don't think I think that was it for Thunder Rosa in uh nwa uh she continued working uh aw until eventually getting the all elite contract and then finally winning the aw woman's title she lost like a one-off uh in japan that led to a one-off in the states for the title she she won that match so you know Madison Rain, like I said, would be is going to be a good thing for them. 
it, it, it hopefully, I don't, I don't know if that was her call to get the woman out of that 926 death spot um, right before the main event. But if that was her call, hopefully, hopefully we'll get more of that. Like, I think they, they were trying to push Dustin to be that guy. Like he, he was tweeting out, yeah, I'll, you know, he, you know, get two matches, get two women's matches on the show and, you know, whatever, whatever. And then he's supposed to be training the ladies in some, in some capacity. Um, but yeah, he was never going to be the guy. Like I, I, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. Like, like he was too company man to, to, to probably, in my opinion, to be the guy like fit Finley, like what fit Finley did in WWE, you, you wasn't going to replicate that with a company guy in Dustin Rhodes, because like, I would have been like, if, if, if 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 I'm gonna be a man, if I'm gonna stand on my tweets and, and, and talk about wanting two two matches, two matches on 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 dynamite, like, so I don't know if they placated them because they said, hey, well, you know, we, we got a bunch of women's matches on YouTube, and you know, we got the we got the one's women's match typically on on Rampage, and then we all we we're gonna have you know at least one of the women's titles getting defended on on Battle of the Belts, and then the pay per view can go upwards of of three women's matches, uh, not counting if we have a women's match on the on on the buy in, so we can go we can go as high as four women's matches on the pay per view, but then it's like did you give these four women's women's matches time to build? Like, are we counting these quick hit segments? Are we counting these quick hit quick hit segments? And then we have the one woman's match at 926. So I don't know. Hopefully it's a step in the right direction. I still felt like that match went a little longer than it needed to. Uh, it seemed like they were done towards the end where it just was like, I don't know. Some people were calling it a great match. Other people were calling it a good match. It was a good match. Like that. That was just. That's just me nitpicking, which which I've done it in WWE. I'm not sure if you know, but whatever. Um, you know, take it what it is. We, we'll 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 monitor the situation to see ongoing how the women fit into the Dynamite show. Will they get more matches away from the 9:26? Even if it's the second hour, like. Will it not be that that match where they because they used to do like a bunch of women segments like backstage and stuff like that, quick little pre-tapes and stuff. And then, you know, we went into the women's match. So it felt like tonight they kind of well, not tonight, but on Dynamite, they kind of went in a different direction where they had the. Excuse me, where they had the, the women's match in the first hour and you know they kind of went from there um i don't recall there being much more from the women after that but then you know undisputed elite breakup that kind of the writing was kind of on the wall for that um they're kind of telegraphing the finals of the trios tournament um the only way they don't do that match as the final is because everybody already sees that as the final. Cole Fish and O'Reilly against Paige and the Young Bucks. I really don't want to call them by the name that they go by. 
Um, I believe they went by that name in ROH when they were the six-man tag champs. Um, but it, they're, 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 I believe I believe Excalibur said the name in. Um, I'll just say pause, if you will, on that. And yeah, so fast forward. Let's fast forward. Uh, Rampage was live. And, you know, uh, there was a guy on the show wrestling the interim world champion. Your second world champion. Probably still your biggest debut to date. Uh, the first guy to make the jump from WWE to AEW officially in terms of AEW being the actual promotion. I mean, you can probably say first it was Sean Spears because he requested his release and then, you know, you know, he pulled up for the uh the uh, the casino battle royale, which for as much as that match was hype, they shouldn't have put that on a pre show. They should have put that on a regular show and put like one of the other matches on a pre show. But that's just me. Um but yeah, man, John Moxley wrestled Max uh Mance Warner. And and everybody was saying who who's Man Mance Warner, specifically Miro. Um and here's my opinion of it, because a lot of people were saying, Oh, if you didn't know Mance Warner from before, then you know, you can't be out here, you know, against that, you know, what's wrong with him having a banger against John Moxley? First of all, <laughs> I'm not saying anything was wrong with the match, but it wasn't anything that made me go, ooh, I want to see Moxley versus Warner. I want to see John Moxley versus Nance Warner. Like the issue that I have, A, if that was the stipulation for that match and, and it was agreed, like, hey, whoever wins this bunkhouse battle royal is going to face John Moxley in a world title eliminator on live television. You know, on Rampage, and they, the decision was made for Mance Warner to be the guy to win that match. Now, I've seen Mance Warner in MLW. Mind you, I didn't see it from the rock start, like beginning or whatever, of him going on a run or whatever. I don't, I don't remember if he won the MLW title or anything like that, but apparently he was a champion somewhere, and it possibly was MLW or if he won the title in, a, in, in another independent um, promotion or whatever. But when I seen him, I thought he was doing Stone Cold cosplay. Like I don't know what he was doing prior to that. Um, me me seeing him, or what he's been doing uh, since you know, like since the wrestling world has opened back up, and, and more independents are able to you know book shows and things of that nature. Like I'm not sure what what he's been able to do. Like the I did obviously in the clip you see where Bully Ray you know raises his hand and then Bully pours some beer into his mouth again. Pause, because um, you know I'm not driving a boat for another dude pouring you know pouring liquor in my mouth, uh, <laughs> a beer or otherwise. Um, but yeah, so he gets the match and and my thing my thing is this my thing is this you know like i cuz cuz like i said i knew of him from mlw obviously a small sample size it wasn't nothing where you know i was able to see him prior to mlw or see him since 
you know, the wrestling world opened back up in terms of what he was doing prior to, you know, prior to being booked on Ric Flair's last match. But I feel like with the amount of people that can't get onto AEW television that are signed to AEW contracts, AEW proper, I'm talking this person is all elite. This person is on the AEW roster page when you go to AEW or all elite, wrestling.com whatever their 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 dot com is. You go to either AEW.com or you go to all elite wrestling.com and and you click on roster and you see all these guys, even to the women, you know, you, you but you see all of them, you, you see the amount of people that are on that roster. Granted some aren't actually wrestling, but they're listed as wrestlers, but they're they're not wrestling. But you can even pluck those guys out. And AEW still has a nice size roster. And a lot of these people can't even sniff getting on TV. Like they they do whatever they do. Like where has Sean, well, obviously, uh, well, congratulations to him and uh, Cassie Lee, um, the former Peyton Royce uh, of Iconics, uh, WWE uh, inspiration, impact fame. Um, they're they're about to have a child, so I don't know if maybe that's the re that's the reason why he hasn't been around lately. But you know, where is Sean Spears? Um, aside from you know the recent announcement of of, of the pregnancy, um, and there there's a bunch of other people. Like I'm not sure where they peg where where they have them pegged. Um, you know, MJF is sitting home right now. Like whether or not it's a work or a shoot, hey, I can't call it but he's not there like there's a bunch of people that apparently passed on going after the interim title you know which didn't which made zero sense because you win the interim title as long as you remain champion then you have your cm punk match guaranteed as long as you're champ as long as you're able to hold on to that interim title by the time um cm punk comes back which it was everybody's saying all out because i mean that's like it writes itself having um him being able to come back at all out but you know we'll see how everything plays out because apparently omega doesn't appear to be coming back anytime soon because the trios titles are supposed to be um getting crowned the winner at all out at the end of that tournament so or maybe he could come back by all out and it's just he wasn't gonna be able to be back to start the tournament in time to crown a champion by then, which kind of tells me that maybe Undisputed Elite win the whole thing, and then maybe Omega can can you know debut after you know they they're they're beating down you know whoever like uh, being down Page and the Bucks as the new you know the, the trios champs, and then Omega runs at, Omega uh, redebuts comes back off his injury and comes back to the fold. Um, and then, and then you can run the young bucks and Omega as, you know, the elites, um, going up against undisputed elite or going up against undisputed, undisputed area, whatever you want to call them, Kyle Fish O'Reilly, CFO, whatever you want to call them. Like I said, um, but yeah, that like, like, I feel like, you know, somebody else could have had that spot. Somebody else could have been, you know. Hey, this this person is. We're gonna go ahead. You know, maybe they could have. You know, they, you probably could have did maybe Powerhouse Hobbs. 
which I mean, obviously that that was two of the other stories going on was, you know, um, Matt Hardy versus Christian, obviously Christian versus uh, Jungle Boy. You know, they're 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 leading up to that. And then um, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks, like Hobbs went up against, I guess, uh, uh, like somebody from Dark or, or, you know, local talent or something, if I'm not mistaken. And he like, yeah. He won rather quickly, and then you know you had Starks come out to, you know, go at it with them. Uh, Taz announced that this the announced that Team Taz was done for. He wished all three guys, you know, good luck with you know their careers or whatever. But he said, you know, he wasn't going to be dealing with that mess or whatever. Like however he worded it. Um, so you know, it's a wrap on Team Taz. They definitely could have been bigger than what they were. You know, they. They were they were known for taking L's <laughs> from the moment from the moment Taz pulled up with Brian Cage. Team Taz was known for taking L's, unless it had something to do with the FTW title. If it was the FTW title, then you know it. You know whoever, you know they 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 would they would get that W. They would get that win. Um, and then they would have their stuff internally that that eventually led to Cage getting outed. And you know then you know. They continue from there. They still taking L's. Like it started with Sting and Darby beating them in that warehouse, and you know it. It kind of went from there. But um, Ricky Starks is the is the one. Honestly, like I think Hook can be something in the long run. As far as in terms of AEW, but I feel like. Starks can do something within AEW if given the ball as well as outside of AEW if he opted to head over to the to the E to be one of those first guys like I know him and MJF are probably the, the main two um I can't really pinpoint the women. Maybe Red Velvet, I'm not sure. Like her affiliation still as far as being um, Nightmare Family. Um, So maybe Jay Cargill is probably the the number one woman in that aspect where WWE did want to sign her and I believe they did offer her a contract, but there was certain, whatever her reasonings was, she opted to do, um, she opted to sign with AEW. But now that Cody is entrenched over there, like I'm not sure how deep it goes in terms of where his influence lies. But, you know, maybe that's something that 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 that's in that's in these people's future. Uh, Probably too early to tell because ain't no telling how many years these people have on their contracts. Like I know we only heard about. We only heard about Mala- we only heard about Malachi-, Malachi Black and Adam Cole both having five year deals being being locked in. You know what I'm saying? Like Tony Khan lock 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 them dudes in. So, I mean, but yeah, like I said, like there's a ton of talent that that can't sniff TV, and you know, Mance Warner got got. Hey, I mean. Who knows what happens? Apparently, he's going to be doing some more AEW dates. 
Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I imagine that's going to be him getting some wins on YouTube against some of the lower um, AEW talent. And, you know, possibly it could lead to him becoming all elite. Um, and apparently he said, I think they, they said he was still going to honor his MLW dates. So I imagine he probably won't be all elite until his uh, MLW dates are completed. Um, but it seems like they're alluding toward him becoming a, an official member of the roster when the time comes. And I mean, eh, not the way I would have done it. I didn't view the match as a banger. Maybe that's because that's not, not my style of match. Uh But yeah, so I mean that 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 kind of was it as far as AEW. Besides, you know, Battle of the Belts, I, I did view Battle of the Belts eventually. Uh, all the champs retained: uh, Wardlow over Lethal, uh, Thunder Rosa over Jamie Hader, and um, oh yeah, and the the tag match on, on Rampage, the Friday Night Street Fight. Why? Uh, uh, I get that the Young Bucks want to go after the trios titles, and I guess they said, look, you know what? We're not going to be jobbing to uh, FTR. You guys are. So <laughs> um, I don't know if it's going to be Swerve and Lee, but they're they're gonna they're gonna drop they're gonna drop those titles to somebody. I don't know. Maybe they drop them to FTR, but I, I see them. They, I mean, I would I would imagine they would drop it to a Hill team. And and then that Hill team would, would drop the belts to FTR, and then the Bucks swoop in and win all four titles. Um, <laughs> they got quadruple in a, in a quadruple or nothing match. Um, but yeah, like this this feud is doing nothing. Like it, I, I take that back. And the one thing it did do, it got Josh Woods on television. And it could potentially get Josh Woods an all elite contract. Josh Woods is is the te technical beast fits his name perfectly. Uh, if if you were around for ROH and 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 seeing his feud with Silas Young as well as what he was doing in in the pure division, you would understand. Like I'm not sure if he's one of those control your narrative uh, guys or not. Um. Because I know that I think he appeared on their show, but he, he I mean, he appeared on Terminus as well. So, I mean, I, I'm willing to shoot Josh Woods bail um, in terms of like the 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 the, the control your narrative stuff. Um, but yeah, he 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 looks like he's gonna be somebody that that that's gonna be used more often in ROH and you know used at in some capacity in AEW. Um, but yeah, I mean, Battle of the Belts, like I said, going back to Battle of the Belts, the, the main event uh, was what? Uh, oh, the ROH title, yeah. Uh, and, and that's the other thing in terms of Man's Warner getting the shot, getting that world title eliminator match. Look at um, t t Takeshita from, from Japan. Like, people, people, people are counting... Counting Theory's losses, like oh, uh, Theory had Theory Theory's zero and eight since winning the briefcase. Uh, 
Takashita, I believe he got a match on Rampage that he won. But he already had the ROH match coming up at Battle of the Belts. So, you know, you can't really count that one. And and I forgot who he defeated, but it wasn't like it wasn't like to my knowledge, I don't recall it being somebody that that was like big enough to where you beat them and and, and you, you get a title match, even if even though it's an ROH title match. Like I feel like ROH even more than AEW held to their rankings and their ranking system and how they did things where they had their top five and then if you were in the top three you could you you can get a shot at the title and they utilized it for the for more often than not in that capacity to where if you was the one two or three contender you would either get a shot on roh television or you would get a shot on one of the roh pay-per-views and i mean that ranking system worked like a charm like you could petition to move into another ranking division like if you wanted out of the pure division and you wanted to go after you wanted instead of going after the pure title you wanted to go after the tv title you would you would you would you would petition and then it would either get approved or denied if it got approved you would get moved over to that division and then you had to work your way through there you know depending on the criteria you know you could go into the new division and, and be the number one guy instantly um so it just kind of depended upon your resume uh when when you wanted to make that move and um like i don't know if that's being utilized in roh right now as far as any type of ranking system or anything like that but um i feel like aw proper as well as ROH should, should implement that in some way, shape, or form. I guess maybe you tweak it to make it your own. But for the most part, you bring that into what the AEW rankings are. Because they don't post the wins and losses anymore. They just kind of just post, you know, who they feel the top five is. So why not play with it a little, a little bit and in, 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 in adding the element of, yeah, top five, you know, but you know, top three, you know, you can get a title shot um, at some point and, and work it that way. Obviously, you can you can even work it into a storyline like like how they did with Mercedes Martinez and Serena Deeb. But yeah, that's that's just it. It's, it's like, you know, people coming out of nowhere seemingly to, you know, get a match with John Moxley. Or to um, get a match with Claudio Castagnoli. Like, to my knowledge, this guy doesn't have any significant wins because he was talking about like winning the big match in AEW, like like that. He hasn't done that yet. Um, like he's 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 been competitive. He's been in the ring, and 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 he they they made him look competitive um they made like made sure like hey he, he can stand his own but you know he he uh, he's been getting beat and you know he went from getting beat to getting like the one little whatever match that he had on, on rampage and, and got the victory 
And then he had the match with Moxley. I mean, excuse me, the match with Claudio. So for the for the all H title. And it's just like, okay, um, which is which? Like, like, are you gonna be uh sports entertainment based? Are you gonna be wrestling based, wrestling sports based, like as you stated? Like, like I don't know. But yeah, that that was the man's warner of it all in in the whole uh take a sheeta, getting an ROH title shot and the restructuring of the front office, bringing Madison Madison Rain in. I mean, it was what it was. I mean, you know. But yeah, man, Monday Night Raw. Fresh off the heels of, you know, SummerSlam, like, like WWE under this new creative and in, in, in business model, there's something here. You, you, you just don't, because I because I, I think the Smackdown apparently they're saying was under two million for the, for the first time which 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 I don't know maybe maybe there were other things going on who knows uh, but the official number is supposed to come out tomorrow or later on today uh, if you're listening to this on Monday which I'm actually recording this in the wee hours of the morning on Monday but um, probably not going to take up too much time because uh, I mean majority of that you know we kind of we did a, we, we we said a lot about AEW this week which is probably the most i've probably talked about AEW on here uh but yeah man uh wwe is doing wwe things obviously you had bailey return and you know she brought Do- dakota kai and, and eo sky along with her uh, eo sky shirai um uh becky's hurt becky becky's hurt uh get well soon becky lynch uh, and also shout out to Becky on Utopia. Hopefully they get a season two. Because, um, <laughs> uh, wow, season one, that was 2020. I didn't even realize that that was that, that show came out two years ago. Um, so, yeah, definitely, hopefully they get, they get a season two. Um, and apparently they are going to gonna align Bianca with uh, Alexa Bliss and Oscar. Uh, it was like a a, a, a show. Uh, uh, it was a it was a thread throughout the show, you know. Like like Becky did her interview, and then Bianca came out. They showed respect. Uh, Becky gave Bianca the ring, and the next thing you know, Becky's getting attacked backstage by Control. I believe that's what they're saying they're going to be going by. Uh, nothing has made it to television yet to say as such. Um, but yeah, those three: Bailey, uh, Dakota, and EO, You know. Uh, Bianca beelines it back to to the backstage area and wants to know where they went. And then um, they have the other match uh, was what? Alexa versus Asuka, I believe it was. And then, you know, Bailey and Dakota and EO attack. And then I believe they got a tag match out of out of that. No, 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 no. 
no, not a tag match. Um, Bianca challenged to fight one of one of Control, and EO stepped up. So we got the we got Bianca versus we ended up getting Bianca versus EO, and then that got thrown out uh, because of the six way brawl that that took place. So I mean, yeah, man, the women the women are definitely gonna be they're gonna be major players on 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 the show, and I feel like more so than SmackDown having the women uh get multiple episode multiple uh segments slash matches and how everything weaves together it told a it told a story throughout the three hours for these six women or seven women if you if 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 you count um Becky getting beat down in the beginning and yeah I mean I mean what else can you say about it um we had uh an open challenge get answered uh with um Montez Ford kind of getting one over on um on Angelo Dawkins. You know, they were supposed to play rock, paper, scissors to see who would who would face Seth and then uh Montez like either through the mic or or through the cup that led Dawkins in ends up catching it and in the confusion. Montez grabbed the hold of the ref and hauled it to the ring uh, to get the match with um, with Rollins, which which there's another uh, open challenge uh, that was answered in an interesting way. And you know, Jade, you know, talking about her open challenge and wanting Madison Rain to accept it. So actually, three different ways that then open challenge got accepted this week, um, which is pretty hilarious in 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 and of itself. Um, Rollins picked up the win. Like I said, I'm probably not going in order. I'm just, you know, speaking on, you know, a lot of what I thoroughly enjoyed about, you know, any given show or something that, you know, I might have some questions about, but yeah, I mean that, that probably was, that, that probably was raw. I mean, it ended with, uh, the main event of, uh, what the Usos retained against the Mysterios, and then you know you had Judgment Day come out and attack. Edge tried to make the save, and then you know Dom got pushed in harm's way, and Edge ended up sparing Dom to end the show. Uh oh, the the United States title was given was given a, a huge platform. Um, besides the woman, that was another thing that was a a uh, show-wide thread where there was the two triple threats um, that were won by AJ and Ciampa, AJ Styles and Ciampa, or Tommaso, or, or Tommaso Ciampa, if you will. Um, and then the two of them wrestled, and the winner, the winner gets Lashley. The, the winner got, you know, Champa won, and and we're gonna get Champa versus uh, Lashley, uh, well tonight actually. Um, 
So yeah, that 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 definitely should be that 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 should be you know one of the top matches this week. If 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 they get the time that they got on on this uh, most recent Monday, and then like looking at the pairings, it was what it was Ziggler, Gable, and um and Champa, and then you had Ali, Miz, and AJ, and then like I said, you had Champa versus AJ, and the winner and the winner got Lashley. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what more can you ask for? I mean, like even going down to NXT, uh, the NXT Women's uh Tag Champs got crowned. Uh, it was long overdue for Caden and Katana, or you know, Casey uh Caden Carter and 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 Casey Catanzaro, aka better known now as Katana Chance. Um. Like I said, I want to see Toxic Attraction against Diamond Mind, even though I believe uh, word had come out that Tatum Paxley got injured. So I'm not sure what the extent of that injury is. Um, also, Carmella, um, I believe, was also said to be injured on a house show. Um, so definitely speedy recovery. Hopefully nothing serious. Uh, not, hopefully it's not a serious injury. So uh, hopefully those ladies are, are able to come back and get and get well soon and, and able to, to come back and, you know, do what they love. Um, but yeah, like uh, Carter and uh, Carter and Chance, you know, they are the, you know, the, 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 the women's uh, tag team champions uh, down at NXT. Um, Carmelo Hayes uh, did an open challenge. Uh, it looked like Giovanni Vinci was 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 in the middle of uh, answering that challenge. He was in the middle of his entrance, and then you know you get Nathan Frazier um, blowing by uh, Giovanni and getting in the ring, and then he would actually be the uh, person to answer the open challenge, and you know get a shot at the North American title. Carmelo Hayes did retain. And, you know, very, very interesting stuff. So uh, Frazier and Giovanni uh, definitely on a collision course. Um, not sure when or where. Um, another big thing out of it, Roxanne challenged Cora J to a match at Heat Wave. And apparently, uh, Cora J turned the match down, and then Mandy Rose, you know, came out to, or well, to the back where, um, you know, the backstage interview, and um, yeah, there there might be a spot like like she was uh, she was letting her know like, hey, if you do X Y Z. It could be me versus you at Heat Wave. And, you know, Cora Jade apparently did not take the bait. Uh, so uh, that's 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 an ongoing development there. Uh, we'll see if Roxanne gets her match. Uh, we'll see if Madison, uh, excuse me, um, if Mandy Rose, if, if she's able to, you know, pull off what she's apparently trying to pull off, which, which might be Cora Jade. Um, I guess the end game would be uh, Cora Jade joining Toxic Attraction. Uh, if you recall, uh, she was Gigi Dolan's tag team partner 
for the Dusty for the Women's uh, Dusty Rose Classic, and then uh, she also teamed with her on Dark against Brandy Rhodes and Red Velvet uh, when she was uh, Elena Black, and uh, Gigi was uh, Priscilla Kelly. So, yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Uh, we had the Creed Brothers retain. Uh, looks like the former GYV is uh, setting their sights back on winning the NXT UK titles, well, obviously under their current iteration. Um, but I am happy to say that I am glad that they are still soon to be recognized. Um What else we got? Oh, uh, Nikita Lyons challenging Kiana James uh, for next week, so it looks like that's official. Uh, Heat Wave is heating up, man. I guess, you know, Alba Fire, she got her win over Lash Legend. Uh, I did see a picture that, that, that came out, somebody posted. Uh, Jakara Jackson tag teaming with Lash Legend. So, you know, that would be interesting if those two ladies get to a point where they can bring that tag team to television. And, you know, hopefully, um, you know, give it, give it, give them, give them a nice, give them a nice go. And, you know, see if, see if they can get to the point where, where we would want to make them the, the women's tag team champions. I know I, I want to make them tag team champions just, just off the look alone. Um, but yes, yeah, Solo Solo got thrown in in a, in a dumpster. Thankfully for him, it was not a dumpster match, so you know he was able to pop out of the dumpster uh, dumpster and uh, eventually hit a mic drop and you know the acclaimed uh... oh that's what happened. He hit the mic drop off the entrance way. I know I'm supposed to be talking about NXT, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the dumpster match there. Uh, the uh, this other match was a false count anywhere, but you know, solo solo Sokoa, solo Sokoa, um, Von Wagner did, threw 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 him in a dumpster, uh, similar to him throwing uh, Robert Stone in a dumpster. So that that's where that callback was from. But it just was interesting that the next night there was an actual dumpster match. Um, but yeah, Solo was able to pop out. They eventually get back to uh, I guess ringside and. Um, And yeah, you know, uh, the victory got picked up by uh, Solo. Uh, trying to think, well, Gacy, yeah, Gacy beat uh, um, Brooks Jensen. And let's see, did anything else take place that I need? I know they did the, I know they did the Heat Wave Summit. And then, yeah, it's not really. I think that might that, that might be everything, cause that's 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 both tag titles. Uh, well, all three. Uh, t oh well, X. Uh, oh yeah, X Axiom, Axiom, which apparently was a, a Diana Perazzo idea. Uh, I'm not sure if the mask was involved or not, but she wanted to be 
when I first heard this, I thought she was. I thought it was her. So I thought she was talking about Kiana James's gimmick, but uh, it was pointed out from like doing further reading of, I guess, the tweet or whatever or the article. Um, I haven't seen like a full article or whatever as far as like her to hear like her own words, but yeah, like that. That that just was. I don't know that, that that was interesting. Um, she felt that that you know she she wanted to do like a math gimmick apparently, and um, a kid ends up ends up doing it, and they they put a mask on him as as axiom. Like I said, I don't know if the mask was involved, so that's why I, that's why I thought uh, that's why I thought that it was um, like a. like a Keanu James uh, situation, but it was actually her saying something about the being about, it was ended up being about the Axiom thing or whatever. So yeah, he, he got interviewed and that led to a brawl that led to a match. You know, he eventually got the pin on uh, Duke Hudson and, you know, he got up out of there. So, um, yeah, I mean that 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 was NXT. Um, uh, Faraz and Leon they looked real good in 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 the tag match. Uh, so definitely looking forward to seeing more of them and and seeing what seeing what they're capable of. Um. Uh, Heading over to NXT UK, uh, I'm still trying to catch up. Um, I did watch, uh, because I had the intention of uh, talking about it on uh, Word on NXT or Word Watch at the time. Uh, We had, you know, Ilga uh, Dragunov beat Wolfgang. And uh, we had the uh, aforementioned Brooks and Jensen. Retain the tag titles against uh, Mark versus Mark Andrews and and Wild Boar, and then Blair Davenport beat my girl Amal or Amel. Not sure how she pronounces it. I have to, you know, run run back NXT UK to see how it's pronounced. Um, but yeah, I mean the French hope she's gonna be something. I I would hope that that she gets an opportunity to really, you know, get that opportunity to be the focal point of the women's division at some point before they decide to either bring her to the states for NXT 2.0 or, you know, the main roster because she has that she has that appeal. Like um, I definitely would need to take a look more at her in ring uh, to see where she's at. But as far as like a her like her appeal of you know being the French hope and and, and things of that nature, uh, she's uh, definitely somebody, someone to watch. Uh, definitely a woman of word, uh, uh, if you will. <laughs> um, which uh, that that might be something that I might make a segment aside from like bringing on. Um, 
women that within the community um to do like a special like episode with them like some some type of episode with them i think i'm gonna um start highlighting uh women um it's just a matter of finding the time recording it and then you know dropping it i think i'll drop it on wednesdays just because you know women crush wednesday so it kind of fits um so it's like not necessarily like you probably can get a you probably get a sneak peek at on calling uh since um well i don't know i'll probably hold off on publishing something like that till wednesday uh but we'll, we'll see how that goes uh it's possible that the, I, I might start that because i feel like um between Aaliyah james and a in a male or a mall uh the french hope that you know starting a series with one of them probably with probably probably a, probably a male or a mall uh being that she's um been around like i haven't really seen much of Aaliyah james outside of i think she posted like the birthday post for norm dar um but yeah then you know this past thursday's episode we we did get the unfortunate news that ilia had to um relinquish the nxt uk title and uh they did announce a tournament uh over these next couple of weeks uh there's two first round matches this week two and two next week uh then i imagine maybe that in that third week we will will most likely get the the two semifinal matches and then in week number four we'll get the the championship match um I, i'm kind of hoping that because it lines up i think i want to say it lines up to where they could have the finals at the nxt ple so that that's supposed to be on you know on labor day weekend so that that's that's going to be interesting to keep an eye on to see if um if they book the match there or if they keep the match in bt studios or you know hopefully maybe they do like some type of special episode of nxt uk Maybe maybe do a two hour uh, two hour TV special, or you do a prelude, or you know you do a ple for NXT UK. So who knows? Maybe that might be the maybe that might be the ple. But they're saying the rumor is that it's NXT 2.0 that that's supposed to have the ple that's that's running opposite um, against All Out. But you know I wouldn't be mad at it being a, a, a NXT UK ple um and and going from there um uh, miko versus saray did not happen unless i missed something that match did not take place um i imagine the match was already taped but i guess with the with the ilya dragon off news they they pushed they pushed the match i'm not sure I would have to take a look at um the nxt uk feed uh to see what the situation with that is or it could um hopefully nobody's injured 
because maybe the match wasn't taped yet. I'm not sure. Um, but I would like to go back and, you know, hopefully get an opportunity to see that match. Uh, Oliver Carter, um, he's going to be going up against uh, Charlie Dempsey in the first round. Um, he, uh, I believe he beat Tailman. Or did he beat or, or did he beat Raju? I forgot who he beat, and then he got beat down. Um, so you know he pulled up to their to their dinner table, left them a note. You know, told them, "Hey, man, this ain't over." So you know, it's it's definitely uh, gonna be a fitting a fitting thing of booking booking Oliver Carter in that first round against Charlie Dempsey that was like sticking with that match for a first round match. I'm very pleased with that. Another thing that I'm very pleased with, uh, at least in terms of what it represents, is NXT level up. Um, I feel like right now it feels like there's a guy uh, by the name of uh, Quincy Elliott that WWE might be looking to bring up to 2.0 at some point. Uh, he just got a huge upset win over Zion Quinn on uh, Level Up. So I don't know. It, it, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't want them to release anybody, but if WWE were to continue with releases. Uh, I don't know. It might be grand opening, grand closing for a few people. And um, Zion Quinn might be one of them. But I'm thinking under this new regime, I'm thinking if, if Triple H is able to pull it off, I think we'll see less releases. Um, so that, that's just my opinion of it. I don't, I don't think we're going to get as many releases as, as we got. Um, in years past, specifically during the, you know, the whole pandemic. And so, you know, 2020 up until, you know, up, up until the most recent um, talent got let go. But um, as you, as, as I stated earlier, a lot of, a lot of the talent um, that left wasn't, you know, wasn't released or in the case of Stokely and Dakota, they got released, but it was because their contracts were coming up and, and, and they had no intention of resigning at that point in time. Obviously, we see Dakota back and we see the we see the former Malcolm Bivens, uh, Stokely Hathaway over in AEW. Um, there are a lot of people that are interested in coming back, which is probably why Tony Khan went on, did, did, did the whole five-year thing for... Uh, made the announcement of Malachi and uh, Adam Cole both being around for five years. So, I mean, that, that, that's, that's, that, that was that with that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, definitely uh, I want to, you know, branch NXT off into, into its own thing. And, uh, Let's see, we're at about a minute 40, I mean, excuse me, an hour 40. Uh, so we'll try to um, get this in, get this in uh, before the two hour mark, hopefully, maybe, possibly. Um, quick little hits on impact. 
they have Emergence coming up next Friday. Uh, so, yeah, most likely I'll be watching SmackDown. And then depending on how I'm able to pull it off, I might pull up Emergence and, and check Emergence out. Uh, probably could run through the... Uh, well, it's, it's this coming Friday, so, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think I'll do, like, a separate dedicated thing for Emergence, but Bound for Glory or something like that, I, I can probably see myself doing, like, a, doing, doing a show for, similar to, uh, like, the SummerSlam preview, um, and make it more of a focal point of the show, but, uh, Josh Alexander versus Alex Shelley for the Impact Championship. Uh, the knockouts is going to be Jordan Grace versus, you know, Jordan Grace defending the title against Mia Yim. Uh, I didn't, I don't recall hearing the what the X Division match was going to be the X, for the X Division title. Um, the, let's see, knockouts tag titles. Uh, Taya and um, and Rosemary against uh, I guess I mean they're going by VXT. Uh, I, I I would have to do my Googles on on what that means, but that's uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Chelsea Green. Uh, that's that's the women's knockouts uh, tag team championships. Uh, the um, Good Brothers, well, Bullet Club as a whole versus Honor No More. That's supposed to be going down as well. Uh, let's see that. So that covers, yeah. So I'm, I'm not sure. I, I do, yeah. There's supposed to be some type of AAA uh, match showcased on there as well uh believe it's a, a four it's, i believe it's a four four way or something like that or or it's supposed to be two and then there, there's another match that's that's going to be um taking place uh, on the card as well uh, i believe aaf i believe is the independent promotion um i imagine it's it's a promotion based out of chicago um since that's where the pay-per-view is and then uh tasha steels was doing some recruiting for the flavor division which is what she um has coined as you know the former knockouts division is now the flavor division and uh these two young ladies uh i'll say young ladies because obviously you don't ask a woman her age um and i didn't go seek out their ages but i i, I believe they're relatively young i mean um and, and potentially i'm not sure how long they've been uh in the rain but yeah tiffany nieves man tiffany nieves uh definitely caught my attention uh bronx stand up uh so that that's the other that that's the other uh new yorker uh from nyc from the five barrows that that's that's doing the thing 
she went up against, I uh, believe the, the young lady's name was Jada Stone. Uh, she gave off some, some, uh, she gave off some Naomi vibes uh, in terms of, you know, her athleticism and her build. Uh, so nothing wrong with that, but to some, for some reason, Tiffany Nieves jumps off the page for me. She jumps out the screen, jumps out the TV, uh, and and that's someone that I, that I, that I would definitely pay attention to if uh, she was to make more appearances and impact. Like I think the only thing that um, that I won't do is watch uh, AEW on YouTube. Like I keep saying, yeah, maybe I'll tap in at some point if a certain match comes across comes across my eye or something um I'll, I'll seek it out but um most of the time i just look and see like okay who was on dark like i know they i know they're gonna get the win or like is there a match like i'll scroll through the results and then i'll i'll ask myself like hey is this match worth me going over to youtube for if the answer is no i keep it i keep it pushing in the rare instance if the answer is yes then i'll go and you know try to find the match on that particular episode of dark or dark elevation um but yeah like level up level up is you know they're they're, they're building some people over there and you can kind of tell that there there's a lot of talent inside the inside the pc you know just from seeing what you know, Ivy was able to do with, you know, Harley Quinn, with which that, you know, I'll be able to have to tap back into that. Um, kind of straight away from what I was saying, but yeah, like um, the way Impact utilizes women, like I, I, I would hope that that's where, um, that's where Tiffany Nieves would make a permanent home, um, at least for the short term or, or the medium term, the long term maybe not a whole five years i guess it just depends on where she's at in ring wise um but yeah i, w- I, w- I would tune in the impact for uh <laughs> I-, I i would definitely tune in the impact for uh for tiffany Nieves. um and yeah so then that brings us to to wrap things up with smackdown um They opened it with, you know, uh, you know, the recap and, and people making fun of uh, bum-ass Baron Corbin. Um, it led to a match with Ricochet. Ricochet was able to pick up the win. And, you know, then we got... Um, let's see, I'm prob- probably not going in order. Um, I know we had the gauntlet. Oh, we we had Sami Zayn uh, trying to trying to get in to speak to Roman. Uh, Jimmy kept sending him, you know, on on you know airing missions and stuff like that. Jay just wants to like let it out, but you know, he's Jay's trying to trying to be cool, and he's like, oh, like listening to you know Jimmy and and, and old boy go back and forth, and you know, then finally he kind of he kind of burst out and it's like, yo, man, look we leveled up uh we got four titles right here you know roman got two titles you know what i'm saying you got to step it up or you know might have to take that shirt have to take that shirt off your back like that's the energy jay jay came with that jay came with that energy man it was like yo 
hey, look, man, you got to step the game up. So a lot of people are clamoring for Usos versus, you know, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And I thought about it and I'm like, hmm, yeah, I like the sound of that. Especially with everything that went down on the show with, you know, the whole thing of, you know, take the shirt off and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely here for, I'm definitely here for that. Um, as far as, as far as that feud, like I said, you know, pause on anything if necessary, if, um, if, if, if I was uh, speaking uh, out of turn, uh, you know, about certain things, but yeah, so, um, hmm. Oh, Intercontinental title next week. Shinsuke Nakamura was able to get the win over Ludwig Kaiser. So that means Ludwig probably has more uh, chops uh, chops coming to his neck in the future. Because um, uh, Gunther, you know, was not pleased uh, with him taking the L. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with that. And um yeah. Uh we had the gauntlet match um that was eventually won by Shayna. Uh she was the last entrant and uh she was able to defeat um Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, so it just was, you know, came down to Baszler and and, and and Gonzalez, and you know, Baszler was was able to take the cake, if you will. And if, uh, yeah, oh, Kelly Kelly, she also um, pulled up to uh, Impact, um, made her long awaited debut. Um, but yeah, back to uh, back to SmackDown before before we wrap all this up. Um, yeah, we got the IC title match next week. And um we also found out who live who who uh who live would be facing at uh I believe Clash at the Castle is is gonna be Shayna Baszler. Um like I said, she won the uh the gauntlet match. Uh Raquel Gonzalez eliminated about four women. And then to start the match, uh, Sonya Deville uh, was able to pick up the win over Aaliyah before, you know, the next entrant came out. And then, which was, I believe, was Raquel. And then Raquel went on a run where, you know, she beat uh, Sonya, Shotzi, Natalya, um, Uh, that's three. I thought it was a fourth um, that that she defeated as well um, before losing to uh, to Baszler. And um, yeah, so then we ended the show um, obviously with Roman and them, Roman and, and the Usos, the Bloodline. Um, Drew interrupts, as you know, Drew is getting a shot at the title, um, against Roman. 
you know, so they, they, they're trying to keep them apart. And, um, yeah, man, like, that, that music hit, for better or worse, no matter what you think about them, like, uh, before or after getting cooked by Adam Cole on the, on the mic with the whole, they rang the damn bell, uh, him ended up going up to wrestle on main event as a tryout of sorts uh, for Vince to get a good look and then getting called up to the actual main event show uh, so Vince could get a closer look. And everything was looking good for Karrion, man. And then, you know, uh, he pulled up to uh Monday Night Raw and you know he lost to he lost to Tariq. They 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 put some type of vest and, and helmet on him. Uh his girl, you know, Lana, uh or CJ CJ Perry was was nowhere to be seen. Um having that that she had um got released uh <laughs> and you know it, it was speculated that you know once her time was up she would show up in uh ps4 world or ps5 if you will um but she has yet to debut so you know it's kind of interesting he did mention something about she talks to me or something like that he said to that to that effect um so you have to wonder if that is going to be her making her debut. I guess maybe to counteract Julia Hart from um, from from the undead realm. So I don't know. We'll 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 see how this all how this all plays out. Apparently, they're saying that Smack that that SmackDown was uh, under two million, but um, based off the number that I just saw, I feel like the official number should still have them above two million. And uh I didn't I didn't see what I didn't see what Dynamite did, but it did seem to me from what I can gather from the high school numbers is that the um that you know, it, 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 it's it's a fun time to to be a wrestling fan, and like if you haven't watched in a while, this is also the best time that I can say. You know, honestly, um, you might want to tap back in, and uh, that that's gonna do it this week. Uh, obviously, um, there's there's gonna be more to talk about. Hopefully. Uh, once I debut the NXT show, and uh, we'll go from there. Word out.